Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Zhang Zemin, man responsible for ruthless vendetta against Falun Gong, dead at 96. Zhang Zemin, the former leader of the Chinese Communist Party, died on November 30, 2022, at the age of 96. Zhang rose to the highest position of power in Communist China for his role in suppressing the student democratic movement in 1989 at Tiananmen Square. In July of 1999, he launched the brutal persecution of the peaceful cultivation practice Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa. It is estimated that millions of Falun Gong practitioners have lost their lives because of him over the past 23 years. Zhang's death was officially reported by the CCP mouthpiece Xinhua News Agency. The news was soon covered by major news outlets around the world. According to information amassed by Minghui, Zhang's major crimes include treason, corruption, and most notoriously the persecution of Falun Gong. A traitor from a young age, Zhang was a former spy for the Soviet Union and sold large areas of Chinese land to the Soviet Union for personal gain after he came to power. Zhang increased corruption in an already corrupt military garnering loyalty by issuing titles and promotions. Zhang's son, Jiang Mianhong, a co-founder of the Shanghai-based Grace Semiconductor Manufacturing Corporation, profited enormously in business ventures using his father's political influence. Zhang is responsible for the decades-long violent persecution of Falun Gong, he directed his minions to declare an all-out war against the spiritual practice, endeavoring to utterly destroy practitioners spiritually, physically, socially, and economically. These directives were made to be carried out through all levels of law enforcement and judicial departments. Zhang was also behind the ongoing propaganda campaign against Falun Gong including the 2001 staged self-immolation incident on Tiananmen Square. Based on information obtained by Minghui, between May 2015 and October 2016, nearly 210,000 Falun Gong practitioners and their family members filed over 175,000 criminal complaints against Zhang for launching the persecution of Falun Gong. These lawsuits were submitted to the Chinese Supreme's People's Procuratorate and People's Supreme Court. This is what is known. However, due to censorship and the CCP's information blockade, the actual number of lawsuits against Zhang could be much higher. Many CCP officials who followed Zhang's persecution policies have been taken down in recent years. The 610 Office is an extrajudicial agency launched by Zhang, expressly charged with the goal of eradicating Falun Gong. The notorious agency operates similarly to Hitler's Gestapo and the Soviet KGB. In recent years, many 610 office agents have died of various causes 
including disease and suicide. China, people celebrate death of dictator Jiang Zemin. The Chinese Communist Party announced the death of its former dictator Jiang Zemin on November 30, 2022. Many people considered this news reason to celebrate, even with a show of fireworks. A Falun Dafa practitioner in China spoke of a person who owns an architectural design institute. The business owner very much despised Jiang Zemin and was the first to post the news in the WeChat group of the institute. Recently, a Falun Gong practitioner was distributing informational materials about the practice and another man showed great interest in receiving them. He said he has been to Taiwan and saw how Falun Gong practitioners there freely practice their faith. He asked for a booklet that listed Zhang's major crimes in treason, corruption, and initiating the persecution of Falun Gong. He said with excitement, Zhang Zemin has died. Another practitioner spoke about a conversation that took place in mid-November with a man who worked at a local TV station in China. The station worker recounted, when Zhang was still in office, he gave us a hard time and forced us to have programs attacking Falun Gong day and night. The employee noted that their visa applications to the U.S. were rejected because of Communist Party membership, which prompted him to conclude that the U.S. is being tough because of Zhang's persecution of Falun Gong. The man added, the entire international community is condemning the persecution. Now the television station he's employed by is struggling financially. The practitioner hearing this report urged him to quit the Chinese Communist Party and told him how to do it. The man was happy to receive the information and accepted a booklet about Zhang's crimes. A medical professor observed sagely, Zhang brought upon China so much disaster and misfortune, he should have died a long time ago. Even though he has died, he will be infamous forever. Chicago, Falun Dafa welcomed in Thanksgiving Parade. Chicago's 88th Thanksgiving Parade was held on November 24th. It is the second largest parade of its kind in the U.S., right behind the Macy's Parade in New York City. For many years, it was broadcast live on TV to the entire country. In recent years, it was also broadcast live on the Internet, attracting hundreds of thousands of viewers. This was the 19th consecutive year that Falun Dafa practitioners have participated in the Chicago Thanksgiving Parade. Led by the Dafa flag team, they carried banners in both Chinese and English, followed by practitioners demonstrating the Falun Dafa exercise and a large, exquisitely decorated float. When the Falun Dafa contingent passed the VIP stand, moderator Jesse Hutch, who stars in the upcoming movie B&B Mary, exclaimed, Look at the float decorated with lotus flowers and white clouds. Co-moderator and film star Jin Lilly said, The float is very impressive. 
After dealing with the pandemic for three years, some said that they were happy to see Falandafa's group's beautiful messages. A photo of last year's float was selected as the cover for this year's Thanksgiving Parade handbook. Chicago's largest newspaper, the Chicago Tribune, and ABC TV both broadcast live footage of the Falandafa team for their viewers. Parade goer Paul Mars from Buffalo, New York, said that he found Falandafa's music to be full of positive energy. He wished there was more music like it. Spectator Tommy Lee, a visitor from St. Louis, said, I like their exercises. I feel their respect and sincerity. Jackie Peterson and her family drove in from the suburb of Orland Park to see the parade. She shared that the Dafa float is the most beautiful one in the parade. Julissa and Eric, who live in Chicago, said they liked the float and the Falandafa team. They were happy to hear that there were practice sites in the area where people could learn the exercises. Tiffany was excited when she was given an informative brochure about the practice and a small lotus ornament. She said that she would love to learn Chinese and felt fortunate to have this opportunity to learn about Falandafa. Ottawa, Canada, Fallen Dafa praised at World Multicultural Festival. Practitioners participated in the World Cultural Festival in Ottawa's Lansdowne Park on November 27th. They presented an informative snapshot of Fallen Dafa, the traditional cultivation practice that originated in China. During the colorful 10-hour multicultural event, the Falun Dafa exercise demonstration provided the audience with a refreshing view of the mind-body practice. Practitioner Jenny Dai gave a presentation detailing some of Falun Dafa's history, characteristics, and health effects to the hundreds of people in the audience. She noted that Falun Dafa is uplifting spirits and improving health worldwide. One event organizer, Dr. Gautam Ghosh, said that the festival is one of the largest and most inclusive in Canada. He praised the Falandafa group, citing its beautiful and artistic presentation, as well as its cultural values. Ghosh said that the Falandafa exercise demonstration was one of the most amazing things he has seen. He added that meditation is what people need when coping with anxiety brought on by work and life's stresses. Member of Parliament Marie-France Lalonde for Orleans praised the Fallen Dafa practitioners in Canada for their great contributions to society, especially for offering free online workshops during the pandemic. She said that practitioners provide a reminder of the importance of human rights conscience, and freedom, as well as the values and benefits of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. Houston, Texas, Falandafa practitioners march in the Thanksgiving parade. Falandafa practitioners in Houston participated in the 73rd annual HEB Thanksgiving Day Parade on November 24, 2022. 
They conveyed the message of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, the principles of Falun Dafa, and helped people to understand the practice. As one of the oldest Thanksgiving parades in North America, the HEB Thanksgiving parade returned after a three-year hiatus due to COVID, and also, right before the event was to begin in 2021, it was canceled due to danger from lightning. Over 1,000 people and nearly 100 groups participated this year. The parade procession stretched over 20 blocks and attracted thousands of spectators who lined the streets and hundreds of thousands watched on a televised broadcast. The only Asian group in the parade, the Falun Dafa contingent, was led by large banners that read, Falun Dafa is good, and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. They also demonstrated the Falun Dafa exercises, played the waist drums, and featured a dragon dance. Their performances were greeted with warm applause. Spectators were handed introductory Falun Dafa flyers along the route. Many people, including the hosts, asked to have their pictures taken with the practitioners. Mr. Dong, a Chinese-American, was excited to see Falun Dafa in the parade. He told practitioners that he really enjoyed the waist drum dance, and he had sent the video to his friends on social media. Dong said that he thought the Falun Dafa group reflected powerful cohesion and made Chinese-Americans proud. Canberra, Australia. Rally calls to end the persecution of Falun Dafa in China. A rally to publicize the Chinese Communist Party's brutal persecution of Falun Dafa was held on November 22nd in Canberra, Australia. The event was part of a truth clarification series that took place from November 21st to 23rd. Its goal was to raise awareness about the unjust persecution of the peaceful spiritual practice and to enlist the support of the Australian government in the struggle to end it. Falun Dafa practitioners and human rights advocates rallied in front of Parliament House with Parliament's last session of the year underway. Speakers at the gathering condemned the Chinese Communist Party's atrocities. Witnesses of the persecution shared heart-rending personal testimony. Spokesperson for the Falun Dafa Association in Australia, John Deller, noted that Falun Dafa has been persecuted for 23 long years in China. He said that those participating in the rally are endeavoring to help the parliament understand Falun Gong because understanding the goodness of Falun Gong really helps people get a clearer understanding of the evilness of the Chinese Communist Party, known also as the CCP. Andrew Bush, human rights advocate and senior member of the Liberty Party, said, We support human rights. We must keep trying to get that message to the people of China. They're the key to our success. We will succeed, and we will see changes in China and the death of the Chinese Communist Party. Aboriginal elder and community leader Glenda Merritt offered that she and family members with medical backgrounds are absolutely convinced that organ harvesting is occurring in China, and it's, in her words, 
in plain sight. She called the state-sanctioned murder for organs pure evil, urging concrete action. Merritt appealed to the audience, let's put an end to these evil doings. David Mattis, renowned human rights lawyer, hopes the government will establish laws that ban Australian citizens from going to China for transplant tourism. He said such laws will help end the CCP's persecution of fallen Dafa and force organ harvesting from practitioners, Uyghurs, and other minorities. He encouraged local people to express their concern about this grave issue to mobilize political action in support of ending these and all other crimes against humanity perpetrated by the Chinese Communist Party. Several practitioners spoke at the rally and described how they and their family members suffered. Among those giving testimony was Chong Chi, now a resident of Melbourne, who fled China with his daughter years ago. His wife, Miss Zhang Yongqin, a former teacher at the Qichang Sci Tech University, was detained numerous times for practicing Falun Gong in the past. In June of this year, Ms. Zhang was arrested at home by Jinan police of Jilin City in Jilin Province. The woman's 86-year-old mother, terrified and confused, along with her 8-year-old daughter, were also taken to the police station and interrogated. Zhang Yongshen was tortured unspeakably. The former educator was transferred to the Chulin Detention Center on July 21st. Ms. Zhang's husband hopes that the Australian government and citizens will pay more attention to the persecution in China. He appealed to the public and the nation's political representatives to recognize the vicious nature of the CCP and to urgently reject the regime. Canada Toronto Falandafa Group invited to perform in four Christmas parades. Falandafa practitioners from Toronto, Canada marched in four Christmas parades from November 19th through the 26th. The events took place in the neighboring communities of Newmarket, Milton, Ajax, and Markham. The Tianguo Marching Band, Chinese Waste Drum, and Dragon Dance groups joined in festivities. For many years, the organizers of the New Market Santa Claus Parade have invited the Tianguo Marching Band to attend their event. Parade organizer Darlene said, This time, we arranged for the band to be the finale because we know many people love the Falandafa group. Bill DeLine, a coordinator for the Milton Santa Parade, reached out to practitioners in January to arrange their performance in the December parade. He sent a reminder every month and appeared delighted when he received the confirmation that practitioners would be participating. Immediately after the parade, DeLine sent an email to the group saying their performance was excellent as usual. He also invited the group to attend the Summer Music Parade as well as the 2023 Christmas Parade. Mr. Chen and his wife, Miss Liu, have lived in Canada for nearly two decades. The couple was in Ajax for the parade. Seeing a banner containing golden characters spelling out Falandafa is great. Mr. Chen said that while living in China, he knew Falandafa practitioners to be good people. 
He also mentioned that he and his wife have already quit the Communist Party organizations. Mr. Chen mentioned reading the Epoch Times newspaper and said that it is doing an excellent job. His wife added, the Shenyin performances by Falun Dafa practitioners are also wonderful. A teacher named Moses said he takes his children to the Santa Parade every year, but had never heard about Falun Dafa. When provided information about the practice, he said, This sounds wonderful. Can I learn Falun Dafa in our small town? Practitioners gave him a lotus flower, which he happily accepted, and a website address where he can find information on how to learn more. Jeff, accompanied by his family members, took a video of the Tianguo marching band at the Markham Santa Parade for his youngest son. He said, This is the first time I've seen this band perform. They are spectacular. South Australia. Locals love Falun Dafa float at Christmas parade. Falun Dafa practitioners were invited to participate in Norwood's Christmas Parade in Adelaide, South Australia, on November 26th. Many local parade-goers praised the practitioners' float, saying it was outstanding and colorful. The Golden Fa boat attracted the attention of spectators all along the parade route. Numerous individuals took pictures and made video recordings of the procession. Many spectators said the boat bearing the words truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and Falun Dafa is good was especially eye-catching. Practitioners dressed as celestial maidens demonstrated Falun Dafa's fifth exercise, the seated meditation. Two little practitioners dressed as fairies waved to spectators. As the music from the composition Falun Dafa is good played in the background, celestial maidens carrying lotus flowers and Dafa practitioners with banners, walked behind the float. The crowd applauded as their procession walked by. Some cheered and called out, Falun Dafa is good, while others imitated the hand movements of the meditation exercise. Ms. Sun from northeastern China is 80 years old. She brought her grandson to the parade and was attracted to the practitioner's sparkling float. After she learned that it was designed and made by practitioners, Ms. Sun remarked that she found the float very beautiful. After a practitioner clarified the truth about the practice, Ms. Sun was happy to accept a Dafa lotus flower keepsake. The elder said that she was interested in learning the practice. After the parade, several people asked practitioners about the CCP's ongoing persecution of fallen Dafa. Practitioners filled them in. There were also questions concerning the location of local practice sites. Practitioner Trin from Vietnam said he became healthier and full of vitality after he began practicing Falun Dafa. After he began cultivating himself, Trin was able to calm down, focus, and study more effectively for his doctorate degree. Mr. Trong and his family practiced Falun Dafa. He and his three children participated in the parade. Nak, his eldest daughter, said practicing Falun Dafa benefited my whole family. Everyone is able to find their own shortcomings and be tolerant. We now live harmoniously. 
My father is more caring, and I can honestly express my feelings. Many children are afraid of their parents, but this is not the case for me. I respect my parents, and I've learned to calmly express my thoughts. Practitioner Bella was very happy to see many young practitioners attend the parade. She shared that she is pregnant. Then she added, I remind myself that I am a practitioner and that I should not be deluded by ordinary society. I need to look inward, find my shortcomings, and upgrade my character. She added that she has learned to place others first. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.